Welcome to Three Sisters Podcast. I'm Marty. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it back home where change starts at the dinner table. We're here to provide you with topics to discuss around your dinner table, wherever your dinner table may be, at home or in the car running from one destination to the next. We invite you to join us as we get this conversation started. Are you ready to talk, ladies? We're always ready to talk. We're ready. Okay. Today's topic, I think we need to discuss is kindness. And I remember learning kindness at home. And there is a song that we sang at home that we learned at church that was awesome for this topic. It was, I want to be kind to everyone for that is right to see. So I say to myself, remember this, kindness begins with me. And that is where our parents taught us to be kind at home first. They taught us that way by how we treated each other. Because when you start at home and teach that principle of kindness, then um, it can go outside the home to other people. I remember when we were younger, at at a young age, Katie would always let me play with she and her friends. And we were were four years apart. And so I was just this little eight-year-old playing with Katie and her 12-year-old friends. And then when she got into high school and I was in junior high, I remember going around in a car with she and her friends, and I don't know that her friends were too pumped about it, but she never made me feel, she was always kind to me and never made me feel like I was in the way, and I've tried to teach my own girls um, by Katie's example, but every time I bring that experience up, how Katie used to let me hang out with her friends, my girls are like, but we're not Katie, Mom. <laughs> well, and Amy was a lot of fun, so it was easy oh, for her to her. Oh, so. And everybody loved Amy. Yeah, well, and my and Morgan, being three years older than me, he always let me hang out with his friends too, which was crazy because being in high school, a ninth grader doesn't hang out with a senior. That's just unheard of. But he would make sure that I had a ride to school, and I just remember enjoying being with his friends and how fun they were and how much they made me feel welcome and treated me with kindness. So. It was good. Not that we had a perfect, we weren't always kind to each other, that's for sure. No, I remember no, fighting no. a lot, for sure. But well, and it also makes me realize then, um, Mitch truly is the middle child. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he really is. I agree with you. Cute little brother. <laughs> yep. My cute little brother. <laughs> yeah. Older brother. But, but we, yeah, of course it wasn't perfect. But that's where when a mom and dad would help teach us what kindness was, if you I don't know, the things they said, if you can't say something nice, yep, don't, don't say anything, anything at all. Yep. What else would they say? You catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar, right? Yeah. One that I use in our home with our girls is when they're struggling with each other, is I'll say, what you're going to say, because like you can tell, you can see it on their face, it's coming. Oh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> but I'll say, is it true? Is it kind and is it necessary? And they'll be like, oh, it's true. <laughs> Was it kind? No. And then I'll say, well, then it's not a good idea to say it. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's, it is a good one. Yeah, that's so funny. And I always, uh, I tell my kids all the time, um, why don't you try to be the person that does the most? Instead of saying, well, I've done the most. I've <laughs> done the most dishes or I've done the most cleaning this house. So so-and-so needs to do more. It's like, well, let's be the one that does the most. Let's worry <laughs> about that and treat each other kind and happy and loving. But we, we were taught that by our parents. Yeah. And sure. dads, 
entertain this thing? Because what did he always teach us? You remember how he like you always be kind to anybody because you, you never, never know, know when you're gonna, gonna have, have to work, work with them. them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You're gonna see them around you. town. You're gonna become related to them. You just don't know. <laughs> be kind for sure. I love. I ran across online. Um, Minnesota's happiest golf professional is Brian Skavnak, and he is the founder of the Be Nice Kid Revolution. Have you guys heard of that? I thought it was really cute because there was a quote that he said. He said, some kids are smarter than you. Some kids are cooler than you. Some kids have nicer clothes than you. Some kids are better at sports than you. And then he said, it doesn't matter. You have to, your thing, be the kid who can get along. Be the kid who is generous. Be the kid who is happy for other people. Be the kid who does the right thing. And then in bold letters, it says, be the nice kid. And I, I really like that because there's videos on YouTube of kids that are repeating this quote oh, that's awesome. over and over, and it empowers them. But when I was reading it and looking at it, I thought, okay, let's change the wording. Let's change it to some adults are smarter than you. Some adults have cooler clothes than you. Some adults are better at sports than you. It doesn't matter. Um, you have your thing too. Be the adult who can get along. Be the adult who is generous. Be the adult who is happy for other people. Be the adult who does the right thing. Be the uh, the nice adult. And right now, there's just so much incivility going on with this election in the United States of America. And United doesn't seem like it's being a part of our vocabulary. It seems like we are so divided. And it's important for us to bring back some civility and quit demonizing um, by using hate words and hate speech that's thrown around too freely. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think we do see it around a lot, but it's important to remember one person can make a difference. And I think yeah. of I think of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I just think oh, of yeah. how kind he was. Yeah. And I loved watching the A Beautiful Day in a Neighborhood and the part where he was on the phone with the reporter and he told the reporter, he said, do you know what the most important thing is that I'm doing right now? And he said, what? And he said, talking to you. And I love that. I just think one person, look at the difference, Mr. Rogers. He reached a lot of people. One person can make a difference. So I think it can start with us. Start with us and what we can do to be more kind and look for ways that we can help other people around us. And also to remember, and it's something that mom and dad taught us too, is it takes two people to fight. It's true. It takes two people to argue. And if uh, you just stop and are kind when someone's not kind to you, then it ends right there. You can't go any further. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody could take you go further, but it's not going to go anywhere because it's not going to affect you. Right, and it's not worth it. Definitely, I think it's important that we be that we're kind to um, the telemarketer that calls on the phone. It's important to be kind to the the clerk at the store or somebody that um, you feel like isn't treating you as well as you should be treated, you just shock them, right? You like, I think you were saying, Amy, you choose the higher ground, right? And it, you just rethink the situation and, and how can I make this turn out to be a good interaction with this other person? I talk about this all the time with our girls because I've learned from firsthand experience. One, story that I always remember (laughs) 
and I'm infamous for it, was Katie got some brand new tennis shoes. Oh, oh I love yeah. this story. Oh, yeah. And I mowed the lawn in them. And I <laughs> I don't know. I just was doing it, I'm sure, just to drive her crazy. Or, well, I probably wanted to look cool while I mowed the lawn. I, and I, <laughs> but I also paid for them myself. I was, well, that was <laughs> awful. Yeah. I am really sorry. But that wasn't a nice thing that I did. But I tell my, that's not something I really care to be famous about. But it is a funny story. But the, you'll never, you'll never regret being kind. You'll yeah. never regret. Like I do regret wearing my sister's brand new shoes. There's sure. not anything I can do about that now. Take it back. Except apologize and not do it again. But they, you haven't either. I you haven't. No, I never did. Never. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> she buy you a new pair of shoes. I should have. No, but I'll start saving. <laughs> but. I, there are times, I, I tell our girls this all the time, you will never regret being kind. I cannot think of a time where I've been kind to someone and I've regretted it, but there are times where I have been unkind and I still, even though there are experiences that happened a long time ago, I still feel bad about being unkind. Even if you're, you feel like you were justified, that never comes back. Like if you've been unkind, I never feel like, well, I was justified in being unkind. Mm -hmm. I, it was, you know, I never feel that way. I always feel like you, Amy. I always feel like I feel bad that I did that. Yeah. And it just kind of hangs with you. And why do we want to carry that around? Why do we want to carry it around? Just not worth it. No, it's not worth it. Heavy baggage. I remember years ago in the mall, um, one of um, my son Logan's friends ran into me and we got talking and he just said how Logan was so kind and so nice. And he said he was just nice and kind to everybody and especially so nice and kind to me. And I went home and told Logan, I said, that means more to me than all A's on your report card mm-hmm. yeah. because it, for you to have that reputation that you are so kind to somebody, just even one person mm-hmm. that, that that's so important and he learned a great lesson from that and knowing that he, he didn't probably didn't even realize that he was being kind mm-hmm. but he but he was well and i think it's important to realize i'm going to be kind not to get something out of it but just mm-hmm. to be kind i love the quote um um can you not find it kate <laughs> she's looking for her quote <laughs> it's okay um do things for people not because of who they are or what they do in return, but because of who you are. And that was from Harold S. Kushner. I like that. Well, that's, that's a good Harold. quote. Yeah. Just because of who you are. Yeah. I think another yeah. thing to remember is be kind because you don't know what people are going through. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite stories is in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And he talks about how he was getting on this train or subway, I don't remember, some type of train. and. This guy got on with all of his kids, and the kids were all unruly and were just being crazy, and the dad was just sitting there. And he, people were just, you could tell people were getting annoyed, and finally he just said, I, you know, thought I've got to say something. So he said to the guy, he said, um, yeah, your kids are kind of being a little crazy on the train and, and disrupting people. And the man said, oh, my goodness, I am so sorry. I didn't even notice. He said, we just left the hospital, and their mom just passed away. And just when people heard that, they just rallied around this man and helped him with their kids, started playing with the kids and entertaining them. But how 
I think it would, it's nice to read the important, just always be kind so that you don't have to be in that situation where you feel bad. Oh, I should have been mm-hmm. more kind. Just, we don't know what people are going through. And that's something that I've had to learn the hard way at times, but I, I think it's important. Just always be kind. You'll never be wrong. Well, and my um, daughter is so interested right now in the Titanic, and so we've been studying a lot of stories, and she's interested in that history. And it, it's a, of course, you know, the Titanic is a very tragic accident. But an interesting story that we read the other day, and I didn't know, the young man that um, saw the iceberg and called out for the iceberg, um, he was also, as soon as he, the, the, they hit the iceberg, he was ordered to uh, man a lifeboat. And of course, he was in charge of helping this group get in their lifeboat and back, you know, and of course they were saved. That group of people were saved and he was saved. He stayed alive. Well, the aftermath of that, we don't really hear about. He was highly criticized. Of course, there was a lot of court, uh, court cases going on of what happened and who was the fault of this tragic accident. And he, of course, said, you know, you needed binoculars, you know, you you just, but of course, there's so much blame going around and so much unkindness that this young man later on in his life took his own life. Mm-hmm. He couldn't take it. He could not take the thoughts of maybe being responsible for that accident, which we know now in, in more further research could have been the reflections on the water. Could have been so many different things and he was not solely responsible for that tragic accident there were so many different mistakes along the way that led up to it mistakes of men that we all make yeah. different things but yet because i think if he was treated different or kinder i wonder how that would have turned out different just to be right. grateful that he was alive and saved mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that's a good story i didn't know that yeah. Well, and we were also discussing um, those, the people in Samoa and how they work, the Samoan people, they work together. And this goes back to the quote that I had shared about um, doing something just because you want to do it, not because you're going to get a reward. And I read about two Samoan boys. One, the older one works and he his money goes to his younger brother's education. What caught my attention was he didn't do it because he uh, thought, well, my brother will do something nice back to me. Mm-hmm. He said, I am doing this because my this will help my brother with his future family, and he it will make the community better. Now, that is a really interesting perspective. That's a neat perspective. Mm-hmm. That's true kindness as it well. Is. It is, and I think when you look back in history, too, there are so many people in history that did um, that helped the Jews during World War II. They they put their lives on the line to show kindness to these people, to show kindness and compassion, to help um, hide them. And I think there are a lot of instances in history where people were kind and, and they made a difference. Yeah, that was a huge difference. Treating people like human beings, <laughs> not according to color of your skin, your race, your religion, your ethnicity, whatever, you're treated as a human being. And we deserve, as human beings, to be treated kindly, with kindness. There was a story in the Imprimus Hilltop College um, 
publication that I really liked. Um, I'm going to read it if that's okay, because I like the way that it was worded. There once was a rabbi in a small Jewish village in Russia who vanished every Friday morning for several hours. The devoted villagers boasted that during these hours, their rabbi ascended to heaven to talk with God. A skeptical newcomer arrived in town determined to discover where the rabbi really was. One Friday morning, the newcomer hid near the rabbi's house, watched him rise, say his prayers, and put on the clothes of a peasant. He saw him take an axe and go into the forest, chop down a tree, and gather a large bundle of wood. Next, the rabbi proceeded to a shack in the poorest section of the village in which lived an old woman and her six sons. He left them the wood, which was enough for the week. The rabbi then quietly returned to his own house. The story concludes that the newcomer stayed on in the village and became a disciple of the rabbi. And whenever he hears one of his fellow villagers say, on Friday morning, our rabbi ascends all the way to heaven, the newcomer quietly adds, if not higher. Oh, like that. I really like that. Yeah. yeah because we do need to rise higher. We mm -hmm. need to rise above. And we can do it. We can do it as we get a, sit around our tables tonight, talk to our families. How can we be more kind at home? Because kindness begins with me. Me. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And people around us see that kindness, if we start first, then I believe the impact will be great. Will be great. I agree, definitely. We're better than that. I like um, Hank Smith. He had a post on Instagram, and he said, Smile, tip well, return shopping carts, pick up a piece of trash, hold doors for people behind you, show up on time, pay your employees generously, let someone in your lane. How many times oh, have we had that's road a good rage, one. right? <laughs> Learn names. I like that one, too. Spit gum in the garbage. Yes, that's <laughs> disgusting. <not. laughs> Give compliments. Be patient. Donate change. And then he says, small acts equal big results. I like that. Awesome. Good reminder. So today, when we go home or sometime this week, do something to be kind, to just show kindness. Just even one small thing can make a big difference. I agree. That's it for today. I'm Marty. I'm Katie. I'm Amy. Bringing it back home where change starts at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs>